Welcome to the Yes to I Do podcast, your weekly wedding planning show hosted by Jack Brister and Chris Piercy. Hello and welcome to Yes to I Do, your wedding planning podcast. My name is Jack Brister and I'm joined as always by my co-host Chris Piercy. Today was our third Facebook Live episode. You can see the whole thing on the Facebook page. We had a couple of technical hitches that meant we went over two or three different streams, but you can see the whole thing streamed live there. This is an edited version of that episode. Today we're talking about midweek weddings, the advantages, the disadvantages and any compromises that might have to be made when planning a midweek wedding. Here's how we got on. So should we start talking about what we're actually going to talk about today before we actually lose connection or something? Let's do it. So uh, welcome to Yes Do I Do. This is your wedding planning podcast hosted as always by myself, Jack Brister and Chris Piercy. Today we are talking about a midweek weddings. Chris, what are your thoughts on midweek weddings? Um, they are an interesting conundrum, I think, because it's a it's a bit of a balancing act between uh, the advantages of having them, um, but there also are disadvantages. Um, so it tends to be a bit of a it's a, a lesson in compromise with you, your partner, and you know what you're willing to have. Uh, but the bottom line is you can basically can uh, get exactly the wedding that you want but by saving thousands of pounds is the bottom line about them really. What are some of the compromises you think a couple would have to make if they went for a midweek wedding? Uh, well, starting with what? The, the compromises straight away or the should I go into some advantages and disadvantages? Uh, no, if you go straight, in, if you give us some compromises then we'll go into the advantages and disadvantages. Fair enough. You see, you see, this is really well planned. I have actually made notes, so they're they're on the back of an envelope, of course. They, they Obviously, be... like any good professional does. That's that's how it like quickly sketched down. Like I didn't do that twenty two minutes ago. Definitely had that planned well in advance. Um, so I think one of the biggest compromises that you're going to have to make is with um, guest numbers potentially not that you're not allowed you i think that there's i don't think there's any venues that would say oh it's midweek so you have to have less guests coming but you know if you're inviting people to your wedding on a thursday then um you are asking quite a lot of people because you're asking them to not only spend all the money uh, coming down to the wedding new outfit and wedding present and everything else uh, but you're also asking them to take um the thursday off work probably the friday off work and if there's travel involved maybe the wednesday off at work as well so if someone gets kind of 20 odd days of holiday a year you're asking them to take three of their holiday days uh, for your wedding potentially maybe it's only one you know um, but I'm just talking in terms of um, setting out examples for people so you know those if you're inviting 100 people I think you're going to get far fewer people uh, actually being able to RSVP and say yes to you but the uh, the flip side of that is that the people who you really really want to be there will definitely be there so the people who like your your closest friends, the family members that you actually like, um, will be the ones that turn up. <laughs> will be the ones that definitely turn up. Uh, whereas the people who you've, if you've probably had a bit of uh, sitting on the fence wondering whether to invite them or not, then they probably aren't going to turn up anyway now. So it isn't necessarily a bad thing. So that's that's the first thing that springs to mind in terms of compromise. I think it is that is the biggest compromise you have to make with a midweek wedding is that you're going to have to accept that the people who come is going to be less people on the whole because they yeah. it, it's expensive to attend a wedding in the first place we've spoken about this on previous podcasts just to go to a wedding is expensive 
even a Saturday one where you don't have to take any time off work or anything like that. But as soon as you start accounting one, two, three days of work having to be taken off uh, to yeah. go, then I think it starts to add up and it becomes uh, uneconomical for some people to attend your wedding, which has, again, has its advantages and disadvantages in that you will get the people that you want there, but you will have less people on hold. Yeah, and also, if you do have less people coming, it means that you have to spend less on catering, which is, you know, that's one of the few things which is going to be, the price is going to change depending on how many people are there, whereas other services, um, they are, they're going to be the same price no matter what, pretty much. Um, so I, I think that's probably the, the biggest compromise. I, the other compromise that springs to mind is that um, due to it being a school night, you know, there are some people who are going to go, okay, well, I'll... Um, I'll come along, but I have got to get up for work at seven o'clock the following morning. So if you're if you're hoping that your wedding is going to be this crazy party where people were getting drunk until two in the morning, then it's much less likely to happen on a midweek because you know, again, the people who have made the special effort are still going to be happy doing that. Uh, but you know, the you know perhaps friends and kind of family who just live around just around the corner, they're probably going to be less inclined to. To do that sort of thing maybe so um, that is one one other consideration as well that it might not be the crazy party that you're hoping it to be if that's something that you want to happen but it's perhaps the sort of thing that you might not have thought about if you're considering a midweek wedding yeah I think that's that's perfectly summed up really so what then on the flip side are the advantages of having a midweek wedding over a weekend wedding um I think well, the, the first thing that springs to mind is obviously the, the cost. I think that when you go onto any uh, wedding venues site, uh, they will have a price breakdown of uh, how much it costs to hire the venue and what's included in that. And it, the price will vary massively depending on which day of the week it is. So obviously, I mean, tradition states that people get married on a Saturday um, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the best. It is the best day to get married because everyone's got uh, what, the night before to travel up. They've got to have a day off um, and then Sunday to recover and then back to work, assuming people are working a nine to five job. Uh, I realize that's uh, less of a thing nowadays than it was kind of 20, 30 years ago. But, you know, most people are still in Monday to Friday jobs as a as a whole. Um, so you, you're looking at saving literally thousands of pounds on venue hire alone, which then can be put into other areas of the wedding. Um, so, yeah, the big advantage is that you can get exactly the same wedding that you would want anyway but just for less money yeah yeah because it's not just the venues that will be cheaper because i know many suppliers that will offer a better rate uh, for a midweek wedding just because on the whole wedding suppliers don't work as much in the week it's uh, you know as we've already said every saturday i mean most saturdays you will find a wedding supplier is working because that's just the nature of the business but Midweek, they will be prepared to be maybe a little bit more flexible. You know, you can save money in all sorts of places with it, but it does obviously come with its compromises. So, if that's the main advantage, what's the main disadvantage? Is it the Ben? Is it the guest numbers? Is that the main disadvantage? Um, I I, I think so. I mean, look, there's no there's no question that a midweek wedding is going to be just as much fun as a uh, any other wedding you know is this, is this how it's going to be because it's going to be the same type of people coming you're going to organize the same sort of things um, and if you're saving that money and you want to put it into other stuff then maybe it might even be more fun so that is you know there's 
it is the guest numbers that's the that's the main thing. Um, and I've got some other notes in it. Another advantage is something that is probably been you might not have even thought of this. I don't know. Maybe you have. You okay. apparently wrote a blog on it. Um, but if you go for a midweek uh, wedding, it gives you there's two strong advantages here. Uh, one, you can arrange it at much shorter notice because you know rather than because um, people are going to be more readily available. Um, so you can kind of sort out a wedding in just a few months probably. Uh, and the other thing is you can actually choose uh, a more memorable date more easily. So if you're someone who wants like a palindromic date, like, you know, the 19th of the something 19, um, you know, you're not restricted by the Saturday dates, if that makes sense. So it's not a big thing, but, you know, no. some people want to have their, their, their wedding date being easily like memorable or... Okay. So uh, Yeah, I hadn't even considered that as an option. I had considered the fact that you're going to get a better variety of suppliers. You're more... so. If your dream venue, if you want to get married in, let's say you want to get married in August of 2020 at the time of recording, so next year, and you know what venue you want to get married at, and you've known that since you were tiny, you've always known you want to get married at that venue, but and you've always known you want to get married in the summer, then you inquire with that venue and they're booked for every Saturday, but they've got some weekdays available. So if you're prepared to be flexible with the day, you're more likely to get the venue that you want, maybe. Uh, absolutely correct. Uh, I think that's the... I mean, I've literally just taken a booking for a Wednesday in August next year. Um, so, you know, e even midweek dates do get booked up quite a long way in advance if, you know... Because um, if you combine long-term planning with midweek wedding, then you can create a hell of a wedding on a weekday um but you know so it's not it's not a definite that it's going to be available just because it's midweek so no but it just, does it does increase your chances it, i suppose it do, definitely increases your chances um another thing which i think we, ha we haven't covered yet is the fact that you will not get a discount from all suppliers midweek and that's not down to suppliers necessarily being wrong not that's the, pr the price is the price um, but for things like cake making, for things like floristry, uh, arguably transport as well, there's probably others I'm not thinking of, um, it's going to cost them the same amount of money to make a cake or get the flowers in or whatever, regardless of the day week. Because the, the chances are they are going to be, you know, a wedding cake maker doesn't make the cake on a Saturday. You know, they're, they're, they're making it throughout yeah. the week, right? So um, same applies with floristry and things like that. Uh, whereas kind of more service-based things like a magician or um, entertainment, that sort of thing, uh, that's what that that's the kind of services which are going to have a bit more flexibility um, yeah. and um, arguably things like bridal hair, makeup, they are going to be a bit more flexible with pricing as well. So uh, don't be afraid to ask about midweek discount, but don't don't assume that um, you'll get one. Yeah, um, I think. Uh, it depends on the service, doesn't it? Because a florist, for example, is busy through the week doing things outside of weddings. And yeah. you know, a cake maker could be as well doing birthday parties and things like that. So again, they've got different availability, generally speaking. So I think, yeah, it doesn't apply. I think it mainly applies to suppliers who have to be there on the, who are there on the day. So yeah. magicians or entertainment or photographer maybe you know that 
although they work beyond the the date because they have to then go and edit the photos and things maybe some of them have some flexibility but there are definitely suppliers that will be more flexible on the price if it's midweek uh yeah um the had a point really forgotten it uh, classic. Yeah. Oh, yes. Classic. Classic for us. Okay. Yeah. But there, there are also people who, and uh, I think you're not going to know who I'm talking about when I say this. Uh, magician friend of uh, ours who just says, "Look, I'm just as awesome on a Wednesday as I am on a Saturday, so you don't get a discount." Um, so you have to be prepared that some people are going to be, be like Because I'm, I'm no less good on a Wednesday either, but I also understand supply and demand. So uh, yeah. it's. Is, uh, is there for a reason uh, and I, I guess tying in with this is with midweek weddings is also getting married out of out of season uh, so getting married on kind of off peak months uh, where you can probably get married on a Saturday still but you know you're doing it in November or something so and with that I guess you're taking a risk with the weather to a certain extent yeah um, but I mean to be fair if you're getting married in England you're taking a risk with the weather full stop aren't you really well yeah I mean the, the worst wedding weather I've ever experienced was on a July Saturday exactly um, and I did a a wedding November uh, Saturday November just gone um, and it was glorious sunshine all day and quite not even not even cold it was uh, can, you, can you say tepid for temperature probably not um no, but it's I know what you mean. Water. Yeah, it was, it was it was warm enough. Yeah, you know, you, you wouldn't want to be there out there for hours, but it was warm enough. So, um, that's that's the other way around. If you want to save money, uh, but not get married midweek, is to get married out of season. And if you really want to save money, get married midweek out of season, because um, that's uh, that's the cheapest that's the cheapest possible prices you can get from everyone. Definitely so get married. Get yeah. married on a Thursday in January. Um, yeah, you'll get a really good price then. I think um, going back to a point that you briefly touched on, but you didn't really make a point out of, is that if you combine planning for a wedding and midweek weddings, you can plan a hell of a wedding because you'll get what you want, some some things at a reduced rate, and then um, you'll still be able to get the... Uh, your your guests will still be able to be there because you will have planned it far enough in advance that they'll be able to get any annual leave they might leave need or anything like that if they want to be there if you plan it well enough then I you, you can definitely almost get exactly what you want at a reduced rate uh, for almost everything yeah um, you kind of broke up a bit so I only heard half your point but I'm, I filled in the blanks myself and kind of guessed I think yeah. I know what you're saying, and it made sense, so that's good. Um, let me I, let me check my list uh, and see if we've um, have we missed anything here. Um, no, because we covered people drinking less and perhaps wanting to leave earlier. So, as as far as my notes are concerned, um, there isn't actually anything left to cover. I can't see any comments or how many people are watching or anything. So, have we got any questions at all from anyone? Does anyone want to? Uh, we haven't chip in? at the moment, no. But because um, like everyone's given up because it's we, gone wrong so many times. Everyone's given up. This is the problem. It's it does seem to be marginally better when I start it. So maybe we should do that in the future. Yeah. Um. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I think that a midweek wedding is a fantastic 
idea if you can plan it properly. Because if you, I mean, but I suppose that applies to any wedding, doesn't it? You have to plan any yeah. wedding properly if you want to have a proper wedding. It, it obviously depends how you define proper, and that's a different yeah. discussion. But I think you know, you plan it right. You can have a hell of a wedding on a really at a really good price if you can. Uh, if you can get married uh, and I think that the the really big thing to remember is that whether you get married on a Saturday or whether you get married on a Tuesday whether it's January or August it is just one day and that's not being cynical about the whole thing but it's it's one day which signifies the very start of your marriage together um, and it's much more important to concentrate on your marriage than it is to concentrate on the wedding which Jack is going to yeah. make some Jack is going to make some sure. sick face at me for being kind of sentimental no, 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 I was going to agree. It, uh, yeah, it was a point that I meant to make that I hadn't, actually, is that we say all this stuff. To be fair, we say all this stuff on all of the podcasts. We say everything, all of these things that you can do or you could do or all these things, but ultimately none of it really matters yeah. that much. It's about getting married. It's about being with the person that you love for the rest of your life and signifying that in you know during the day. So don't feel like you have to do all these things just because we tell you to or because your friend did it at their wedding or because of this and that and the other you do what you want to do and remember that ultimately you're getting married you're not getting wedding as uh kate said from bridal Real. your day your way exactly no, i didn't, didn't like that instant regret saying that no it wasn't great i mean it it worked but i have a horrible feeling in my great. stomach now yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, are we doing any uh, questions? Nothing's come in, so I can only assume uh, that there's nothing really people want to add. It's a fairly simple topic, really, isn't it? I mean, it's if you want to do it, you've got to be prepared to compromise on people that are going to come. Ultimately, that's the big thing, isn't it? Not everyone's going to be able to come. Random question of the week. Okay. Uh, Jack, reveal an embarrassing fact about yourself embarrassing fact about myself I can go first if you want because I've, I've got a good one just to set the bar okay, okay. go on um, my embarrassing fact is that I really struggle to use scissors <laughs> you can't <laughs> use scissors I'm I'm not really sure if I'm left handed or not so um, <laughs> oh that's amazing um, I, I so I, I write right handed badly um i do card magic left-handed um i use a mouse left-handed um i use scissors left-handed but if you use left-handed scissors or right-handed scissors with your left hand they don't work properly and when i try and use right-handed scissors right-handed it just doesn't work for me so that's my embarrassing fact that i can't really use scissors very well <laughs> fascinating yeah it's a bit of a strange thing uh okay so if that's i'm starting the... a support group okay yeah i think you should so my uh, embarrassing fact would be that until the age of probably 17 or 18 i couldn't open bananas <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't i couldn't do it oh, I, would, my... I would just bruise it and it would all just turn into mush at the top so i'd have to get do you know how to open to... my bananas do you open them at the the wrong end now no, no no i still open them at the right end well it depends on what the right end being the bit with the stalk on it no that's 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 the wrong end to open it that's 
this is where I'm going wrong, is it? This is your life hack now. Right, come on then, Chris, teach me the ways. I I don't have a banana on me, but if, if you think about it, the stalk end of a banana is where it's going to be strongest because that's where it was holding on to the plant, right? Yep. So it's actually much weaker at the other end. So it, like, when you next eat a banana, uh, ra- rather than fighting the stalk and stuff like that, if you just kind of squeeze the uh, the tip of the banana, then the, s- the skin should just split in four places and you can just peel the sides down. So No. Um, it, no way does that work. It's how I open bananas, so yes, it does. Unless wow. it's a really brutal... Unless it's a brutally unripe banana, then <laughs> it's just, in which case, why are you opening it anyway? Um, yeah, that's uh, next time. I mean, I've got a banana downstairs. You know, the first thing I'm going to do is go and open a banana. That way, um, please, please capture it on video and post it on the on the page as a really <laughs> random thing. It would if people hadn't listened to this part of the podcast and they just see that video of me opening a banana, they'd be very Great. confused. Um, no, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I want you to put it on and tell people. Chris taught Chris taught me this in the podcast. So, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we're not just giving away wedding advice here. We're giving just general life tips away. Yeah, now we're we're evolving as a podcast from wedding tips into opening fruit. Um, you know, next week uh, coconuts. Um, it's a bit niche, isn't it? But I like <laughs> it's it. a bit niche. It's good. Um, so I think that just brings us to the end of what's sensible to carry on talking about. So, yeah. uh, Jack, if people want to find out about what you, what you do and stuff, how can they do that? Wow, so eloquently put. You can find me at www.theluxurymagician.com. You can find me on Facebook at Jack Brister, The Luxury Magician, or you can find me on Instagram at jbristermagic. And Chris... And if you want to find me, you can find me at www.chrispiercymagic.co.uk. Uh, you can find my book, Blissful Wedding Planning, Becoming a Stoic Bride, on Amazon. Uh, and if you are, want to find me on social media, you can find me uh, at Chris Piercy Magic on Instagram or search for Chris Piercy Magician on Facebook. Thanks so much for watching, and we will see you again for another video soon. Thank you for listening to Yes To I Do. Please remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram using the tag at Yes To I Do Podcast.